Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one sublime page of Talmud each day. Tis the week after Christmas and before New Year's, and all through the podcast, people need some time to rest. So this holiday season, we've given everyone at Take One the week off, even our beloved friend, Rabbi David Bashevkin. Everyone that is, except for, well, me. So instead of our usual string of guests and interpreters and commentators and scholars, this week, it'll be just me, opining on whatever bit of insight and wisdom the Talmud is sending our way. And today's pages, Nedarim 61 and 62, well, let's just say they teach us one of the most important lessons we have to learn, especially these days. Once upon a time, the Talmud tells us, the famous Rabbi Tarfon was eating some figs when a man who had mistaken him for a common fig thief grabbed him, stuffed him in a sack, and was about to drown him in the river. Woe to Tarfon! The rabbi began to shout and wail, for this man is killing him! Immediately, the man realized that he was holding one of the most celebrated scholars of his time. He stopped, dropped a sack on the ground, and ran away, setting Rabbi Tarfon free. All's well that ends well, right? Wrong. Because soon after being saved, Rabbi Tarfon began to feel hella guilty. To save his hide, he said, he, quote, made use of the crown of Torah, namely his renown as a great sage, thereby deriving benefit from something, studying Torah, that is supposed to be a sacred pursuit practiced only for its own sake. The Talmud continues, Apropos the story of Rabbi Tarfon's regret for gaining personal benefit from his status as a Torah scholar, the Gemara cites similar teachings. It is taught in a Baraita. The verse states, To love the Lord your God, to listen to his voice, and to cleave to him. Deuteronomy 30.20 This verse indicates that a person should not say, I will read the written Torah so that they will call me a sage. I will study Mishnah so that they will call me rabbi. I will review my studies so that I will be an elder and will sit in the academy. Rather, learn out of love, as the verse states, to love the Lord your God. And the honor will eventually come of its own accord, as it is stated, bind them upon your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. And it states, its ways are the ways of pleasantness, and all its paths are peace. And it states, It is a tree of life to those who grasp it. Happy is everyone who holds it fast. Consequently, one who studies in order to master Torah for its own sake, as reflected in the verse, bind them upon your fingers, will eventually merit pleasantness, peace, and happiness. Wow. This isn't just a random story about the importance of studying Torah. It's a warning that we moderns desperately need to hear because we suffer from a very acute health crisis most of us aren't even aware is raging all around us. We suffer from prestige addiction. Don't believe me? Here's a pop quiz. Raise your hand if you've recently seen a bumper sticker that reads, My kid is really kind to her younger siblings. Or, my kid is a thoughtful person who is attuned to the needs and suffering of others. I'm going to guess not a lot of you, okay, none of you raised your hands. 
All right, next question. Raise your hands if you recently saw a bumper sticker that reads, my kid is an honor student at so-and-so elementary or a decal from some elite college advertising to the rest of the world that little Jimmy or Joni made it to Harvard or Princeton or Yale. I imagine many of you have their hands up right now. Now look, I get it. Getting into a competitive school is a hard thing to do. And little Jimmy or Joni must have put in a lot of work to be among the 2% or so of applicants admitted to our best universities each year. That's nothing to sneeze at. But if we're being honest, we have to admit that much too much attention and energy and resources and sense of self-esteem is invested in the things that reek of prestige. That mediocre piece we read in the New York Times often means much more to us than the absolutely brilliant one we read in some obscure internet publication. And most of us would opt for a dumb and unsatisfying job with a major and glitzy corporation rather than a satisfying and rewarding one with some no-name company, even if pay and perks were the same in both places. We simply crave validation. And that, as today's page of Talmud reminds us, is bad. Because Jews, from Moses to Joey Ramon, have always been outsiders. The people who don't care at all about being accepted or embraced or validated or approved by others. The people who focus on doing their own thing because it's right. The people who keep it real. Why? Why are we like that? Largely because we're expected to do the very, 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 very difficult thing Rabita Fon talks about in today's page of Talmud, namely making sure that we never make use of the crown of Torah, that we never think that our hard work and our intelligence and our erudition and our accomplishments entitle us to special treatment or status or other worldly benefits. We must study for study's sake because it's good for our souls, not so that someone will recognize us as being great and good and shower us with favor and fortune. So, friends, let's quit this prestige addiction of ours, cold turkey. Let's strive to do good for goodness sake. Study simply because it makes us wiser. Work because it nourishes body and soul. Let's try to care less about that fancy degree or that big title or whatever other status symbol we cherish. And let's try to make the coming year one of focusing on what matters most, on our families, our loved ones, our values, our faith, our tradition. It may not make us more wealthy or more famous or more celebrated, but I'm pretty sure it'll make us happier. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. 
and we will see you again soon.